Coolest part. Okay, you're on. Oh, sorry. I like this music so much. This is Barack Lurie at the Lurie Law Podcast with my producer, Ari David. Ari, thank you so much for being here today. My pleasure. Man, um, that song is so great. It reminds me of great days uh, when I was... Uh, you mean before you found out Roger Waters was a liberally biased, uh, demagogic ideologue? Who... Anti-Semite? <laughs> Jew-hater. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's a Jew-hater, but he certainly is anti-Israel, well, which yeah. is now... An, new... An anti-Zionist. Yeah, for sure, say. which yeah. you know kind of goes hand-in-hand these days. But i got to tell you... Um, you know, we, we, we were talking about the, uh, the latest thing on the abortion issue. Here is this doctor. What's his name, Ari, that we're talking about? The, the guy, is, Satan. Yeah. No. What, no, what's his name? It's, his it name is G, Dr. Right? Kermit Gosnell. Gosnell. G-O-S-N-E-L-L. And it's in Pennsylvania, right? Yes. Okay. And, now, and I just want to say, he's not an abortionist. Just an abortionist. We're doing what we want well, to call He does so much he more. He is <laughs> the, perhaps the most successful Serial killer in the history of America. That's a disgusting man. Listen, let, let me let me kind of, kind of give some quick background. So, for reference purposes, this is the guy that. Yeah, because the media, of course, hasn't talked about right. him at all. So. No, not at all. No, they haven't. No, no, of your listeners. This is the guy this. that has uh, has become the go-to guy over the past several years, maybe not if not decades. Uh, if you have a shall we say a late-term uh, situation, and if you decided uh, after your second or third trimester or during your second or third trimester that you want out of this pregnancy, he's the guy to go to. And he'll do it, uh, no questions asked. He also benefits from the fact that uh, there's been ever-decreasing regulation of the abortion practices. And, uh, and so as a consequence, nobody's watching over him. Now, this brings up so many topics in the abortion area. First, I guess we could talk about how liberals, on the one hand, I really shouldn't say liberals. I, you know, there's a big segment of society that just loves regulation and thinks that regulation is the answer to everything. But yet, when it comes to abortions, then it should be unrestricted. You know, let's let freedom reign when it comes to that. They are very libertarian, practically, when it comes to that. Why is that? <clears throat> because there are no consequences to sex. They want to make as few consequences to sex as possible. That's it. Well, they want to separate sex from reproduction as as widely as possible. They want to put an entire continent between right. the oceans of sexual activity and... I, I, I agree with that, but I want to make it even a bigger, bigger uh, category to explain this. They want to encourage irresponsibility. Oh, well, that too. Uh, there's also one other thing that has to be noted about Gosnell's practice, which is he wasn't just, uh, well, he, he, the, the victims weren't just those in the womb or out of the womb. Mm-hmm. Women died yes. because of the, That's right. uh, the absolutely unspeakable conditions. And the biggest thing that's an indictment of the entire uh, abortion lobbying agencies and all the political kind of people like that is mm-hmm. that there has been zero outcry by people like Planned Parenthood, Emily's List, NARAL, or National Organization for Women about the women murdered by this guy. Right, right. Uh, Let alone the abortion issue. This is a bigger issue than just that, meaning it it proves the fallacy that Mm -hmm. abortion is not, and the abortion agendists are not interested necessarily in protecting women's health. No, they couldn't care less. They couldn't care less. They're interested in ensuring that there are no consequences to 
people's actions as much as possible. And that is a dangerous, dangerous area to be in. Um, the other area that, that is worth speaking about is you kind of touched upon it right now, which is that there's been virtually no coverage whatsoever in the mainstream media other than Fox News. Uh, Fox News actually kind of yeah. calibrated all these And the all local Philadelphia channel. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And there was one, uh, one major national network that covered it, you know, did a 10-minute spot on it for Well, like, actually, uh, the Friday before the Boston bombing. Mm -hmm. It was actually covered in the mainstream media because finally the firewall of uh, covering up the story broke because of so much activity on Twitter. And it was starting to make the Washington Post, New York Times, and CNN and MSNBC look so bad that Jake Tapper, to his credit, who's got a new show on uh, CNN, is actually covering it and made the comment that not enough coverage of it has been done. And Anderson Cooper on his CNN show dedicate about uh, nine minutes to it and actually did a really good job. Mm -hmm. He had, I think, uh, Jeffrey Tubin or someone like that yeah. on who, well, who, yeah. who repeated the party line about why this hasn't been covered. But the point is the dam has just burst in the mainstream media on this. Well, God, God After willing. After a God long willing. time. And, and it deserves to be. for No matter where, where you are in the abortion debate, let's put it that way, no matter where you are in the abortion debate, there are many of you who are pro-choice, uh, there are many of you who are pro-life. Certainly, we can agree that what's going on with this Gosnell guy is horrendous. It it does rise to the level of murder. There are times that uh, the baby has come out of the womb, um, although, of course, not fully developed, still breathing, in some cases, making sounds. And in many times, fully developed. Many times, fully developed. And then they snip their spines. And as I'm speaking to, to you now, I know that a lot of you are grimacing. And I don't blame you for grimacing. And that, that feeling that you now have, think about that, focus on that, and understand that that is a human life. That's, that's the reason why you're grimacing. It is not a cockroach. It's not, not a piece of bark on a tree. This is, this is in reality, a human life. And it's, uh, it's very, very disconcerting. You can, you can argue if you want. I'm, I'm ready to debate, and I'm ready to accept the, the challenge that um, you know, whether the first trimester or even better yet, maybe the first couple of weeks of pregnancy. Okay. All right. Fine. Um, I, I think reasonable minds can differ on that, but, I, but the emphasis on that is that they're reasonable. I don't think you can be reasonable in the fourth, fifth, sixth, and later months, or even the third month for that matter. I think there's something really very troubling at that point. And you've got to really check in with your own morality. At some point, you've got to ask the question, at what point is it unacceptable? Because we talked about this before, Ari, where certainly we would agree, you and I, that you know, if, if the baby is just halfway out of the birth canal and then you decide to kill the baby, that is just wrong, wrong, wrong. Right. The baby has a driver's license. It's got to pick up you up beer at 7-Eleven. That's right. That's too late. Shaving, if shaving. If the baby is shaving, <laughs> too late. If the baby is on her way to preschool, that's okay, but, too but late. People listening now are saying you're being ridiculous. I, I, I'm, but, but, I'm creating a straw man argument, no, essentially. And, and, but I, and I get it. But, 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 but the birth canal thing is, is equally ridiculous, right. I think. And most of our listeners would agree with that. They would yeah. say, okay, yes, of course, that is absurd. And you, you go further and further back, you've got to say to yourself, okay, why is it that, that there's some sort of fuzzy sense that most people who, who like choice, and, I, and I, I say this with respect, but they have a fuzzy sense of when it is that it's unacceptable and when it is acceptable. And 
they more or less go with the Roe v. Wade paradigm, which is, I think, three months, two months, uh, six months, and, and then, of course, birth. But we, we now know that that kind of fails in many different ways for many different reasons. And I think most people grimace at the idea of, a, of aborting a three-month-old fetus, yeah. baby, whatever you want to call it. Well, fetus, you know, I've, I've taken now to getting rid of the word fetus because someone wrote an article about this and said, fetus only means baby in Latin. It's a way of saying baby without saying baby. Oh, it's interesting. There's a way of losing the linguistic argument to the left. Yeah. So the word fetus, if you want to make the differentiation or distinction between, say, embryo and zygote, okay. Yeah, yeah. But fetus is not a fetus. A fetus is a baby, unless you want to speak a foreign language. Uh, yeah. So... Yeah, let's, no, it's, it's a good point. Anyway, but yeah. let's let's go back. The, the, yeah, the, uh, the other thing I think is an important point, and this is a point my my wife made, which was very interesting because she's from the pro-choice culture mm-hmm. of West LA. Right. You know those, but she said, which is interesting, and I've known this and considered is most women who consider that alternative do so because they're not trying to necessarily avoid having a baby. They're looking to avoid a pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So why are women having abortions after going through almost a complete pregnancy? Right. It, it, it's, it's a little that, bit bizarre. That's not what it was there for. Yeah. Uh, well, it, so many things have gone awry. This is one of those things where you can plan this great scheme for, and I say scheme not in a bad way, I'm saying you plan a regulatory scheme uh, in, in this new world where they want to create, as they say, abortions to be, what is it? Uh, safe, rare, safe, rare. yeah, yeah. R- rare, as safe, and legal. As their that's their mantra, and of course, none of those things are actually well. The legal part, I suppose, is, is true, but it's certainly not rare, and it's certainly not safe. Um, and that, you know, and, and if you just take a snapshot, if you were in 1973 and say, okay, we're going to have this new scheme where all these things happen. Would you say, fantastic, great? It's you know, it's now exactly what forty years since Roe v. Wade. And if you were to say in 1973, we were talking, well, I wonder what the consequences are going to be of this pro-life movement, yeah, and a pro-choice a, movement right. for 40, 40 years from now in the year 2013. I wonder what we'll be saying about it in hindsight. And do you think that they would be, they would like where we are today? No, no, and especially in the Gazelle case, because, uh, you know, speaking as far as what reasonable arguments are, if you're making the counter-argument to the side you disagree with, as a pro-life person, I can understand the reasonable arguments made by pro-choice, the pro-choice conglomerate of, right. uh, of right. thought, in that if the problem is, the, as the, the stereotypical back-alley abortion with a coat hanger, if that is bad... And the alternative is, is some sort of legalization that brings regulation in. Okay, that's a reasonable set of arguments. But now you look at the Gosnell case, which is a murder mill, right. killing baby and mother alike, where you have the, this murderer, not mm-hmm. an abortionist, a murderer, taking trophies from the victims because he had jars full of feet and hands, as, you know, like a, like a serial killer, like the show Dexter. Keeping wait, wait, I, I didn't know this. Yes. I didn't know that he was actually keeping body parts. He was parts. cutting feet off of every... I, I, I know you were in a... Uh, you know, I, you know, I, it's, I don't... It's, 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 let me back up and just say, it's a it's subject matter to get into details of that's too, too gruesome to discuss here. Yeah. But the point is, he was doing what's stereotypical hmm. 
serial killers were doing, not professional physicians doing a unenviable uh, uh, task. For instance, in the Boston bombing last week, there was this poor man who had to have his feet amputated. Yeah. The doctors who performed that did not want to perform that. They they did it professionally. They I'm sure they thought it was horrific, but they did what they needed to do to save the person yeah. by removing his right. lower extremities of his legs. Not a pleasant thing for a physician to do, but was necessary in the case of saving his life. Right. The Gosnell guy was not operating within that realm of medical ethics mm -hmm. and was operating in the realm of psychopath. Right. Something so god-awful, so nightmarish, it doesn't fall under the rubric or umbrella of arguments of the pro-choice left of saying, uh, we just want to avoid the back alley abortion. Now, let's go to the, uh, the next issue, which is not why they want to not cover the Gosnell situation, the trial and such, but rather what should happen to him and what will happen to him, Gosnell. What should happen to him is he would have the kind of abortion performed on him that he was performing, but we don't do that in this country, no. so he'll probably get the death penalty. I, well, let's let's hope, right? You know, but it's going to be you know, a lengthy appeals process, which actually politically uh, serves the uh, pro-life agenda people mm -hmm. well. In that, now that it's starting to get covered, the longer his appeal process drags on, the more light. Yeah, but God, God willing, it should be. Yeah, but but if if you're a pro-choice person, the, the funny thing is that they you've seen you spoke about light. You know, people are so surprised, even the conservatives are so surprised that there's been not much attention drawn to this Gosnell thing. And, there, and, and I would put it to the, to the point that not much attention has been brought to the, the specifics of abortion at all for the past 40 years. Yeah. They've been talking about the right to, to, uh, to choose. They, they, they avoid the word abortion. They avoid all sorts, of, like you said, they avoid the word baby. They avoid a lot of things. They avoid reality all, all through the, the, the scenario. Yeah, you think that we would see in some <clears throat> horror movie or somewhere in the culture, since we're such a quote-unquote violent, bloodthirsty, uh, uh, you know, kind of culture that gets in each other's business, that at least somewhere, someone, someone would portray an actual portion on screen somewhere for, yeah. for us to see, just for the gross-out factor, I, based I, on all the gross things we see in society. I remember once... And I was much younger. I think it was I must have been fifteen or sixteen, and uh, the debate was 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 certainly raging at the time. And I remember a reverend. It was in the middle. Of, there was a crowded demonstration, and he came out and he had a dead baby. He actually held it, and they had just gotten it from the abortion clinic nearby. And they were giving it. They didn't have any problem with him having it, and he held it out to the crowd. And he goes, "This is not a choice." This is what you think is a choice. And it had a very big impact on me. Yeah. And I hope it had a big impact on other people who were watching him. At first, I was, I was very pro-choice at the time. And I, I wanted to say, well, that's outrageous. It's ridiculous. It's gross. And I, I, after a while, after even an hour, I think, I, it was very impactful on me. And I thought, you know what? He's right. And I still was pro-choice in a sense, but I realized it was not a choice. Well, you, you, It was a decision. Right. That um, a baby himself was not a choice, but we were choosing to kill. Yeah, and also that's what the choice is. Yeah, and also like 
I, I believe this is we have too much of an ex, of an expectation of people changing their minds on a dime about things. Uh, for instance, you're dating this girl, you're dating this guy, you get a piece of information, you break up with them instantly. That's not how life works. Right. Seeds are planted. Like I think I've told you my story several times about how I went from left to right. Mm -hmm. A man planted a seed in my mind by saying mm -hmm. you are a communist and these are the reasons. And then years later, corroborating evidence reflected what he had said. Yeah. And I suddenly realized that was true. But even at that moment, I not, did not just jump mm -hmm. to thinking the other way. Right. It's a migratory process. And so probably what happened with you in that moment when that man did what he did is you went through layers of emotion, the revulsion at the physical mm -hmm. sight you just saw, uh, the starting to question of your held beliefs, uh, and uh, a discomfort with the orthodoxy you were a part of and starting to reverse right. course. It's like turning a very large ship. It doesn't happen like bang. It's Slowly, right. yeah. but eventually you change. So mm -hmm. this is the great horror of the the uh, the media and the left, the pro-abortion movement, the Planned Parenthood, the NARAL people, is they cannot let this get out because right. even though what this guy is doing technically were not abortions, they were literally just murders. Mm -hmm. Someone is going to make the connection. And then another person, and then another right. person that, oh, what he's doing has enough similarity. But, but isn't you know? this, and, and more to underscore our point, it's a, it's a because the, what they will argue is this is a marginal situation that does not reflect the actual uh, state of affairs when it comes to the abortion procedure. That's what they will say. Right. They're wrong, but that's what they will say. Right. And here's why they're wrong. They're wrong because... Uh, when you allow this sort of environment, this culture of non-regulation uh, in the abortion, I mean, I, I don't think it should be allowed in the first place, but if you're going to do it, then you better have it regulated and you better make sure that, that certain restrictions are met, such as how long, how far along the baby is. Uh, but even that, you're, you're going to have a culture of wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That's the culture. And you think it stops at Gosnell? Of course yeah. other people are doing this. Yeah, they would like to think it's I, the only thing. I think what's going to be revealed in the next six months, year, is that like the acorn situation or the acorn story or other things, we're going to find this guy's the tip of the iceberg. Like the child yeah. molestation the case. The child molestation cases. Yeah. In the, That's what it's like. Yeah. Or uh, I was going to say that uh, the child molestation thing would be a very good example. The Or, or termites. You, know, you, can, you can have a termite situation, right, in your house. Uh, you can see one termite and say, oh, there's a termite, right? Yeah, got, got it. it. <laughs> got it done. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, thank God my neighbors don't have termites. That's thank right. God these things don't go through the foundations. Right. Thank and of God course there's not, no wood underground. Yeah, there's no light, as you say, the word, yeah. uh, that reflects how many more hundreds of thousands of termites there are in your house. And do you, you, you really think, my dear listener, that it stops with Gus? Now, once, once we're done with that, like we just you know, rub our hands and, and say thank you very much. We're done with that, that criminal. And uh, that's just not the way it is in the rest of America. Please, please. Let's not be naive. And you accuse the, the, the conservatives of being black and white? I mean, please. <laughs> There's, and if they're not as bad as Gosnell, even if they're 80% of what Gosnell is doing, even 20% yeah. okay, of what so he's doing. Yeah, so they didn't have the cat urinating in the plants in the office like Gosnell right. did. Does that make it any better? Right. <laughs> Just be, okay, so they weren't keeping the trophies or engaging right. in the kind of behavior that made them like a version of Dexter, you right. know, the show Dexter about the serial killer. Okay, just because they're right. not doing that, does that make it really not? <laughs> I, I truly believe, you know, I, I used to believe, 
I was, I'm a conservative, but that I was pro-choice, pro -choice. you know, I'm, I'm a moderate conservative. Yeah. Now I, I see it kind of upside down. I, I see it that, what's the canary in the coal mine, right? That, that, that argument is that the, the abortion thing is, if you, if you let go of the abortion thing, if you're pro-choice, I mean, you're conservative in every, every other respect, you, you don't see the, the true forest or you're seeing, you're not seeing the force for the trees. What am I trying to say here? I'm trying to say that the abortion issue is so front and center. It goes to the very core. It's very foundational as to our very freedoms and, and uh, who we are. I say that because without life, without a truly profound respect for life, from the get-go, uh, you will never have uh, true respect for your fellow human being once they're out of the womb. Yeah. And we see that in China. Well, forget China. We're starting to see that in, in England. We're starting to see that in America, where children are considered parasitic organisms yeah. on the host of the parent. Or for the, almost like the first time in human history, the, or except for, say, um, uh, human sacrifice cultures. Yeah. It's, it's a very disturbing thing. You know, what, what, why, do, why, do, why does the left so embrace the pro-choice movement. I mean, I don't have an it answer. I, I have core, some intuition. I believe it goes to the core of their hatred of humanity. It yeah. goes to the core of their hatred of God. If man is mm -hmm. created in God's image and they must kill God, right. the way you do that is by killing God's worshiper, man. If man is responsible for every evil, mm -hmm. every evil upon the earth, right. except for, of course, evil people. Right, then then okay, the because way, evil people are okay. Right. These evil people are just sick or misunderstood or victimized. The way you solve the problem of the thing that's at fault for all of these problems, global warming, overpopulation, consumption of food, driving an SUV. I see. So it's a, it's a form uh, of control. The rally sports fan, the, 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 the consumer of pornographic material, what, what have you. You get rid of the human being and then the problem is solved. Um, it's a form of controlling yes, people. Yeah. Uh, I, I and just, mankind, I including just, including overpopulation. Uh, that's right. Overpopulation is not has never been a problem, except as an agenda item of the left to give an excuse to de completely devalue human life, to justify killing right. everyone, including the weakest among us. Here's a really interesting thing I just realized. You know how the left loves to have everyone be a victim. Mm -hmm. The left loves everyone to be a victim, except for real victims. Yeah. The second you're a real victim of Islamic terrorism. Of crime, of mm -hmm. uh, uh, a, you know the misuse of drugs, and you're murdered by someone robbing you to buy drugs, or an abortion. There is no bigger victim in the pantheon of victims than the abortion, right. the the, ch the baby right. that is now dead because of abortion. Right. There is no one who loved that creature. There is no one who will have nurtured him as a creature, as a human, as right. a human, and. There is no sympathy whatsoever for that victim, but right. the welfare queen is a victim. Yeah. The the a rapist is yeah. a victim. You know, right. uh, uh, you know, even the uh, Jokar uh, Tsarnaev is now a victim. Right. Whatever he is, he's a victim of that the left will make up. Osama bin Laden is a mm -hmm. victim, but Gosnell's victims, real victims, the ultimate victim. Yeah, a, a victim. The, the truly innocent. Right, and I, I, again, out of respect for the audience who may be eating, or it, look, my wife can't even deal with the subject. It's so upsetting as a mother, and mm -hmm. I'm sure yours would. But here's it, the problem: so they I, need to deal with right, it because but, if you don't, hold on. Yeah, 
and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but they need to deal with it. It's your show. You interrupt if you want it. <laughs> well, thank you. For no, but I, I wanted to finish your, your yeah. thought. The fact is we're talking about light on the subject. Yes. And we can sometimes we, we impose our own darkness, as, as it were, by, by refusing because it's so disgusting. It's so terrifying that we turn our eyes away from it. But while we turn our eyes away from it, we continue to do it. Well, I you know, don't it's, think, it's like what I say about the media yeah. industry. I'm, you know, yeah, you, but you I know, don't I, think someone like my wife who just has a young child or your wife who's yeah. just had a small child, mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're not defending Gosnell. They're not pro-choice in the way the NARAL or pro-Planned uh, Parenthood people are. They're not talking about abortion on demand right. with no exceptions. They're understand the people who need to be, quote-unquote, forced to look at this are people who think not more than a second about the issue after saying, I'm pro-choice. But I agree, but I think most people are like that. Most yeah. pro-choice people are like that. They don't think more than a second. Right. Look, the main point of this, and then we probably should wrap up, <clears throat> is that I think that we, we look at Gosnell as, as, wow, what a horrible story. And it is a horrible story. But I want to look at it slightly different, differently. And that is that this is an inevitable consequence of the abortion culture. This is what happens when you don't shed light on the issue of abortion. What it really means, you will eventually get to the Gosnells. And there are many more Gosnells out there. Yeah, and Michael Walsh, writing for Pajamas <clears throat> Media, wrote a brilliant piece on this and mm -hmm. said, and if you get to the point of Gosnell, only a couple steps away is the gateway to Auschwitz. Yeah. Because that's the only place this can lead. It's like what I've told you before about socialism is it only can lead eventually to the gas chamber or the gulag. Yeah. There is no, there's no other place going in that direction will take you because it will go to the end of the cliff someday. Right, because so, it, it, it imposes a one-vision view. Right. And if you don't join that yeah. vision, bye-bye. So, so if you're willing to slaughter the most innocent, helpless ones among us, like um, you're not a cat lover, I am. Right. I've talked about cats before, jokingly. Right. But just to make a, a tangible analogy that's very clear, it's like if you can't look at a kitten, a beautiful, adorable little kitten, and even if you're not a cat person, just want to hold it and pet it and say, oh, you're really cute, before putting it down right. and walking away. Right. Even if you're allergic to cats, you go, oh, it's really cute, I'm going to sneeze. Right. I can do and that. Only someone <laughs> who's got a real sickness will want to kick that kitten with a steel-toed boot or throw right. it under a car or right. dispose of it. Right. You know, and not be touched or affected. But mm -hmm. by its, quote-unquote, humanness in the way it attracts you as a cute little being. Right. Same with a baby. If you can't mm -hmm. look at a baby and go, it's precious. Mm -hmm. Even the ugliest baby with the most annoying parents is precious. Right. And... If you're not able to do that, you've lost a part of your humanity. Something basic that's, that was precious inside of you has become societally corrupted. And that's what, what, how it then can lead to the next step of going, well, if that murder is okay, yeah. whether you call it murder or not, then this murder is okay. Right. And then this murder is okay. And then human beings just become a disposable ward on the butt of the earth. Right, which it, it, is where a Paul Ehrlich or uh, you know, one of those well, here, kind of bureaucrats. Here's what you're talking about is a slippery slope, and, and you're 100% right about it, and we have to watch it. And that's why I say the abortion issue is the threshold issue, because if, you, if we cannot at least agree that doing this to our most innocent of beings 
And, and, and look, we can have an honest debate as to whether or not the heartbeat is the beginning of life or conception is a, the, the meaning of life I, or the beginning of life. I get that. I, I happen to have been persuaded that it begins at conception. But I, I think reasonable amounts can differ up to the point of the heartbeat, which is very early on anyway. But at least there is a, a very clear distinction, a very clear line. Yeah, and, and you're willing to at least to stipulate the obvious, which is just because conception happened or just because a heartbeat happened does not mean the baby can live outside the womb, let alone drive a car to the 7-Eleven. Right. Totally different set of issues. That's right. You're, but, but, they are totally but, different. But once you're talking about a baby... Yeah. A baby that someone, and this is the craziest thing, that someone out there in our vast country would want to adopt. Right. These babies didn't even have to be killed. There were people who want them. Right. <laughs> you know, now Which, you're dealing with clear cuts. Right. You said before, and, and, and this is where I want to leave off it. You said before that socialism leads only to the gulag or the gas, gas chambers. chambers. And that's, that's, that's 100% right. We're seeing that, and, the, and couple that together with my comment, which is that abortion is the threshold issue. This is the if, if you go to a country that has very liberal abortion rights, so to speak, you'll, you'll see a, a country that's descending. Yeah. You see a country that values human life a lot. You'll see a country that is ascending. Ascending. Right. It may not be doing well right now, but it's still ascending. Yeah. And in, in the case of America, as a little caveat to that, I believe even if we have this culture that we have now where these things are legal, there's at least a huge vocal uh, block of people who morally see the problem. Right. And that, that is a bulwark. That's, that's a wonderful thing that we have. Yeah. But look at China, and, and, and I want to leave it with Right, where China, the opposites China. happen, where it's not yeah. just where the people may not even want abortion, but it's forced on it's them. It's forced upon them. The, word, the, the, the notion of abortion itself is as significant to them as getting a parking ticket. That's the way they... they to they, the they, government. To the government, right, right. The yeah, no, there's no... There is no... Yeah. Uh, there is a this is one of those of, things... You, oh, hold on. You know that picture? Yeah, yeah, about. no, I know. You can go... A, a commissar can perform an abortion on you as a penalty for violating the one-child policy in the same way that you know, we, we, we feel bums when we get a parking ticket. We may even get upset at the, you know, meter made. But, you know, it is what it is. It's just a, it's just just a, a freaking fine. Paper and a it's little a slip of paper. <laughs> but for them, that's the way that they view yeah. the human life. And, and what happens when that happens, then everything starts descending. Uh, just like you said about the, the pictures of, of these Chinese, uh, this, this one girl that was left on the street. Anyway, my good friends... A disturbing to topic, but an important topic to shed light on. This is Barack Lurie at the Lurie Law Podcast. Thank you, Ari. And don't be sheep, anyone. Don't be sheep. <laughs>